Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast hosted by me, Michaela J. Get ready to dive into an action-packed, bougie-based, and spiritually guided experience on all things manifesting your next level lux life. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Podcast with your girl. It is I, the Michaela J, here to teach you how to manifest your next level lux life. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I just have a lot of things that I need to say on a couple of different topics. So we're just throwing a bunch of things in one episode. We're going to talk about procrastinating. We're going to talk about a concept I call future fears. We're going to talk about self-care. We're going to talk about the good enough fear a lot of different things mixed into one. But if you know me, I'm a big believer in the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So it all ties together in retrospect. So I hope you're on a nice little hot girl walk, getting ready to listen to this episode, getting ready in the morning with a little coffee because we have a lot to talk about. But before we dive in, our life update of the week. So as you know, my car broke down the literal first day we got to Texas. Um, And I have a car, another car that was in Nebraska at my my mom's house. So anytime I came to town, I had a car to drive. I would let her drive it when I wasn't there. Um, but we got it shipped from Nebraska coming to Texas. It arrives tomorrow. And I'm so excited because let me tell you, I have felt so boxed in. Like I really value my freedom and I've built my whole life around having freedom. Like financial freedom, freedom to travel, time freedom, literally just to do and say whatever I want, whenever I want to do it to whoever I want to say it to, you know, and having this quote unquote limitation of having to be home, not having a car. It just really kills my spirit. And, you know, we've had some excursions. Luckily, my best friend Caleb lives here too. And so anytime he's not working, we can always go out and about. Austin and I have like Ubered places and stuff. But it's just not the same as the normal luxury accessibility to having a car. So I'm really excited to have a car and transportation. I'm finally starting to feel settled in Texas after the crazy sad and hard month that was July. I feel like August is going to be really good and really hopeful. And so I'm just excited to step back into that freedom. You know, nobody wants to be boxed in. So that's my life update. We're getting next level freedom. And I can't wait to share all the content over on Instagram because it's like, I can show you guys all my favorite coffee shops here and the areas I like to go shopping and where I'm going for hot girl walks simply because I can leave the house more. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, make sure you go over to Insta. Follow me. I'm at the Michaela J. So you can see all the behind the scenes and the day-to-day stuff there. I love getting to connect with you guys on my stories and in the DMs regularly. So that's my life update. Our sponsor of the week. So we talked about this last week. The doors or the doors, the applications for Emma Method are open and I'm giving you one last chance to sneak in a last minute application to MM method. We only have very few spots left and I don't want you to miss out. There's been so much buzz around this program because this is my signature group program to make manifestation easy, right? Like we're focusing on mindset reprogramming, bringing in the energy work and the action taking to really 
get shit done and quantum leap your goals forward with group support and group accountability. And let me tell you, this group of girls is so badass. Like they are so fun. Everybody is such high energy. Everyone's really motivated and ready to make a change. So if that's the kind of group of girls like you want to be friends with, you want to be in that circle. And these are things you want to master manifesting mindset, your spiritual connection, your magnetism. I encourage you, I highly encourage you to snag one of those last spots. You just fill out a quick application and I'll reach out to you within 24 hours to let you know if it's a good a good fit for you or if a different program would be a better fit. So the link for that is going to be in the show notes and you can also message me on Instagram for that link. But all that being said, I have so many thoughts that I want to share with you today. So we're going to jump right into this episode on how procrastinating is ruining your life and a bunch of other topics. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So before we actually start talking about procrastination, I want to talk more about this lesson I shared with you guys last week in my life update, where I talked about how I'm focusing on things that like light me up that I love to help me heal and overcome a lot of the hardships I had last month. And I've kind of dove more into this mindset, obviously, as I've been doing it over the last like two weeks, week and a half or so. And really it boils down to this concept of self-care versus taking care. And I wanted to share this idea with you guys because I think a lot of times we think we're doing self-care and what we're really doing is just taking care of ourselves. And yes, we can set that intention of taking care of ourselves is self-care, absolutely. But self-care is really about going above and beyond for yourself because you love yourself. It's essentially self-care is like a self-love practice. And I'm really obsessed with this concept of this and that going above and beyond all the time. That's one of the reasons why I talk about first form all the fucking time. Like I love their products so much and I love their company because they go above and beyond with every single thing. If you guys have ever ordered like the magnesium I talk about or one of their vegan proteins, every order comes with a handwritten thank you note. Like that's above and beyond, you know? And this isn't even me plugging first form. I'm just genuinely like talking about this above and beyond experiences give us more confidence because then we start to realize that we deserve better and we can ask for more. Like that's an elevated customer service experience. Another example of like above and beyond, and this one's like really luxury next level 
when I was in Paris in 2021, I was doing a bunch of shopping. I was filming for my documentary and I went to Bottega Veneta and found this bag I had been searching for, for literally months. I could not find it anywhere in LA with the colors I wanted. And there was one place in Paris that had one left. And I went and I shopped. I got that. I got shoes. I got a couple of things with my sales associate. And one thing that she had done was like, she set up like this whole space for me. I had my whole own counter. I had my own space to try on my shoes, but she also gave me an entire bottle of champagne to drink while shopping. And if you shop luxury, you might be like, yeah, duh. Like they're going to give you a glass of champagne. That happens sometimes, but this was a whole ass bottle, you guys. And like, I didn't finish it and she let me take it home, like take it back to my hotel. That is above and beyond. So why am I rambling about this? When we have above and beyond experiences on a regular basis, we start to have this mindset of this is my standard. This is my norm. This is what I deserve. And so your manifestations become elevated. Your energy becomes elevated. That's the point of self-care. It's these above and beyond situations or circumstances we create for ourselves to build that up, right? Because we can place an order with first form and get that experience. You can go shop and get that experience. But how can you create that experience for yourself at home, in your city, on a regular basis? So let's break down what this actually is. Simply taking care or self-care. Taking care is what I realized I had been doing before I made this shift. I was like, okay, you know, I have all of my products that I take regularly. I have my magnesium for sleeping. I have my vitamins. I'm drinking my water. I have a good like shower routine and I do like my body scrub and I'm going on my hot girl walks and you know, like these normal things. I'm eating healthy. I'm eating like regular meals, blah, 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 blah. That is simply taking care of yourself, okay? And that might be with a little bit more intention than the quote unquote normal person. Like I make sure that I'm eating healthy meals. I'm making sure I'm eating a ton of veggies. It's an, a, a quote unquote above and beyond thing to add magnesium into my nightly routine. But at the end of the day, all that is just taking care of myself. Like the vitamins is taking care of my health. The food taking care of me, my health being hungry and my body. Magnesium taking care of my sleep health, right? Like even getting ready every single day, it's just taking care of myself. You taking a shower, you're just taking care of yourself. What is above and beyond about that? It might be an elevated practice, like I said, but that's just taking care of yourself. Where, where it is, where it turns into self-care, oh, I just hit my leg on my desk. Sorry if you heard that. Um, where it turns into self-care is what are, what are the things you're doing? Not because you have to, not because you should to take care of yourself, but because you love doing them. That's the above and beyond self-care stuff. What lights you up? What makes you feel good about yourself? For me, I love doing a bath ritual. You guys know that. I even talked about it last week, like taking a bath. I'll even like start to take a shower and be like, never mind, I want to take a bath and then take another shower afterwards. Like just because I want that energy. For me, another elevated thing is going on maybe multiple walks a day instead of just one. One might be my taking care of getting on my walk, moving my energy. And another might be, you know what? I just want to spend time with myself, listen to a podcast, vibe out. I'm going to go on another one. Again, above and beyond type things that are outside of your standard. I sleep for eight hours and I drink my water and I do this, this, and that. 
For me, another example of taking care versus self-care, taking care is journaling every single day. That's me simply taking care of my mind. What is self-care? What's above and beyond for me is investing in programs, working with mentors, doing homework from other people's trainings, where it's that extra step just for me, right? And when I invest in a program, I am choosing to make that investment in me because I value myself and I value my mindset and I value my confidence and my energy. And so every time I make an investment in something, I'm like, this is an investment in myself because I love myself. And I want to expand my energy even more. Really where this made the biggest difference for me is that I was going through a lot of heavy shit in July. And so I was throwing myself into work and throwing myself into these routines to keep me grounded while I was processing all of these emotions. And so it looks like I'm doing all these things for myself and I'm really applying myself and I'm stretching myself, but I wasn't doing anything for myself. I was simply taking care of things, which felt good. And again, was really grounding but there is nothing for me, nothing that was continually pumping new, higher vibration energies into myself. It was more of like a maintain and ground. And when you're going through a lot and then that's your focus, you don't feel like you're kind of getting anywhere. It just feels like you're like on a boat that's just like anchored and you're just kind of like in the fucking ocean, not moving. It's not exciting. You're just floating, right? But you're not thriving. And the self-care is where we really thrive because, again, you're doing things that you love. So I just want this to be a little check-in for you. Have you simply been taking care of yourself where you, like, have your ducks in a row and you're taking care of things and, you know, you're doing the right things, but are you only doing that? Or are you doing that under the guise of self-care? Or are you doing taking care and self-care, right? Because they're very, very different. And where we get caught up is that we name it self-care. Like, yeah, I these are the days I took a shower and these are the, and I did my skincare routine and I drank my water and I took my vitamins and we call it like self-care. And I'm like, it's taking care of you, but it's not that above and beyond self-love that we're really wanting. So are you doing self-care or are you simply taking care lately? I want you to check in with yourself and see where you can add in more of the actual self-care, more of that above and beyond experience for yourself. I feel like this actually leads really well into the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is this concept of future fears. And I think they connect because if you are taking care of yourself and calling it self-care, this could actually be a form of sabotage because you know if you were actually taking care of yourself and doing the self-care, your energy would be through the roof. You would feel so good about yourself. You would probably take more risks. You would probably get out more. You would go after more opportunities. You would just feel better about yourself. You'd put yourself out there more. And we're really afraid of that, and we're afraid of the repercussions. So we rather take care of ourselves, slap on the label of self-care, be completely average, and again, feel like we're just floating in this boat, but we're not getting anywhere. And it can be all down to these things I call future fears. So future fears are when you are thinking about your manifestations or calling into your life. Like let's say you're looking at your vision board and you start having these little voices in the back of your head 
telling you crazy shit about your future of like, oh, okay. So like, let's say you do manifest the million dollar business. How are you going to sustain that? Oh, you make a 10K month. How are you going to do it again? Oh, you really think you're going to meet the love of your life? How are you going to balance that and work? Oh, you're going to make all this money and then people are only going to want you for your money. Or in fact, they're not going to get it. So everybody's just going to drop you and you're going to be all alone, right? Like those, those voices we have, they're called future fears because we're fearing something for an event that has not yet occurred. And how ridiculous is that? First of all, it's like we're creating all of these stories and mindsets and fears around something that's not even in our reality. And so we're creating drama and bad vibes around these things that you genuinely want. And you're already deciding what it's going to mean for your life. What this is actually doing that we don't realize is sharing our current insecurities, okay? Stick with me here. (laughs) So these fears you're having in the future, like the ones that when you have that lifestyle, then the fears are things you're already dealing with and scared of right now. You just label it as the future. So perfect example is like, oh, okay, well, if I were to have this successful business and this amazing relationship, like I'm not going to have time for both and then I'm going to have to compromise. And so you have this idea and then you sabotage more success in your career because you think that that means you won't have time for the relationship. Or you're constantly repelling away love because you think that it's going to cost you your career, your business. However, you think it's all in this timeline, but that's actually what you're dealing with right now. Having these fears tells me that you're struggling with some time management right now. And with the more success and with more of a thriving relationship, it's going to get worse. It's going to get louder. And that's exactly what's going to happen if you don't deal with it right now. Another example of this, oh my gosh, I'm going to get that promotion at work. And then like, what if I, I don't know how to manage money. Like, let's say you're going to get promotion that finally puts you at the six figure mark. And like, what am I going to do with all that money? I'm so like, I'm going to spend it all on this. And I'm going, what if I blow it there? And what if people just want me for my money? Blah, 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 blah. That tells me right now you're probably dealing with some money management issues. Maybe you don't Like maybe you want to budget your money. Maybe you feel like you spend irresponsibly. I don't know. But that tells me there's something going on right now. And you think, and it is going to be amplified at that next level. So when we are looking at these future fears, they're literally giving you the stepping stones of what to work on now to make that manifestation easier for you. I hope this is making sense. So with the money thing, If you are fearing managing money, if you're fearing blowing all your money, if you're fearing people asking you for money, ask yourself, okay, how do I feel about spending my money right now? Do I feel like I'm budgeting well? Do I feel like I'm saving well? Do I feel like I'm managing it well? Or do I feel like I'm scared to look at my bank account and I'm waiting for paycheck to paycheck because I don't really know what's in my account. I don't really look at how much I'm spending. Look at what is happening right now. And it might not be something that happens off the top of your head. Like you might listen to this and be like, I don't really know if I have anything. That's why you have to sit down and think about these things. Sit down and journal. Like what are these things I'm afraid of in the future? How is this manifesting my life right now? Same thing as the time management. Maybe you're afraid you can't balance success a relationship, but what you're really struggling with right now is finding time for the gym. 
finding time for your rituals. And you're like, well, if I can't even fit in the gym and these rituals, how am I going to fit in this relationship? And like, I don't even want to be in the relationship until I have these rituals set, right? And then you end up on this same cycle of getting nowhere and like having all these fears that you think you can push off until later. But in fact, if you dealt with them right now, you would feel way better about yourself because you wouldn't have these current insecurities and you would get to that goal a lot faster without the resistance and without the sabotage. Dealing with these fears is going to be a game changer when it comes to procrastination. I hear from women all the time that are like, I procrastinate and then I don't have time for things. My biggest struggle is procrastination, right? It's something we've all dealt with before. And procrastination is ruining your life. Like it ruins your life for so many reasons that we don't think of off the top of our head. We're like, yeah, it's ruining my life because I don't get things done and then I'm wasting my time. But like, no, a step deeper, like if you were to like peel away the top layer, procrastination takes so much of your energy because the moment you decide, okay, I'm going to do laundry later and I'm just going to like watch an episode of Netflix. The whole time you're watching that episode, you're thinking about how you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And then you start telling your stories like, oh, I'm so lazy. Why can I never get things done? I don't have enough energy. And then you think and you think and you think and you think and you go down this huge spiral all because you put off doing the laundry. That's where it ruins your life is it puts you on these spirals. And when you do it over and over and over again in little ways, that adds up. And it's the exact opposite of affirmations, right? Like when we are repeating something, we start to believe it. So when we procrastinate more and more and more, we believe that we are lazy. We believe we are unmotivated. We believe that we never get things done. And that becomes part of your identity. That's where procrastinating is ruining your life. And with these future fears, with these things that we're worried about, the more we procrastinate working on them, the more they become a part of our reality, the more they become a part of our identity, which is then avoiding plus the issue because we're not dealing with it right now. Procrastination is really difficult because it takes up all that energy in your brain and it creates that space to tell stories. You know, that's what I'm talking about here with this identity piece is like you make it mean something and you don't get that rest. You didn't enjoy that Netflix episode because you were thinking the whole time I should, 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 should. I could have done this and I could have done that and I should have done that. So you're not, you're not getting any energy. And it's, it creates that space for those stories. When we give ourselves too much space to think in a not productive way, your brain will always fill the space. It's like the saying of like, you're going to get things done in the time you give them. If I have 30 minutes to clean the whole house, I'm going to do it in 30 minutes. But if I have an hour and a half, I'm going to take that hour and a half. You will always fill the space. And that's why we're so addicted to our phones because when we don't have something to quote unquote do, we sit down and we scroll. You're still filling that space, right? Procrastination creates space for stories. And typically, they're not stories that we want to have. When you take intentional rest and you feel good about it, that's great. That is space for you to recharge. That is space for you to have stories of, I value my energy. I value my time. I value feeling good about myself. 
that's perfect. But when you're doing something in the form of procrastination, you know you are because it feels different. It doesn't feel restful. So I know you know what I'm talking about. It creates that space to think too much. And we'll think ourselves into spirals. I mean, we do it all of the time. One of the biggest mindsets I feel like we end up getting from procrastinating is like, oh, I'm just not, I'm not good enough at doing this. I'm not good enough at doing that. And it works in a reverse way as well. So it's like we start procrastinating and then you think, oh, I'm just, I'm not good at action taking. I'm not good at getting shit done. I'm not good at being motivated. And then it also works reversely. It's like, oh, well, I'm not good at this task, so I'm going to push it off and do it later. I'm not good at this subject in school. I'm not good at chemistry, so I'll do that homework later. I'm not good at cleaning the windows, so I'll do it later, right? I'm not good at getting a live video, so like maybe I'll do it later. Not good enough, not good enough. And then it spirals in our head. And I don't want you to believe that about yourself, especially because so many of us already deal with this limiting belief of I'm not good enough. And we've had these experiences that make us feel like undeserving, that we're not good enough. And so breaking procrastination is really going to change that story in both ways because you stop avoiding and you just start dealing with things. And if you don't feel good enough, but you keep doing it over and over and over and over again, you're going to get better at it. And then if you stop procrastinating, you stop that opportunity of creating the new story of not being good enough. Now, if you already have a story in your mind, I just want to add this in there. I actually told this to one of my clients and I thought this was so gold to share on the podcast too. If you already have this mindset of struggling with the good enough, I want you to add in this mindset shift that I have created for myself. Those people, those experiences, those circumstances that you were in where you created this story of I'm not good enough, they were not good enough for you. It's not that you weren't good enough. They were not good enough. They were not good enough for you. I want to repeat that into your head so many times. This has really, really helped me. I mean, you guys know a little bit about my life story, but I was abandoned when I was younger. And I always was like, oh, why wasn't I good enough for my parent to stay around, you know? And that was always the story that repeated. But in fact, that parent just wasn't good enough for me. They were not a good enough parent to stick around in my life. And so the universe is going to remove things that are not an equal uplifting vibration in your life, right? When I've struggled with dealing with relationships in the past where they made me feel not good enough because of whatever thing that they did, they weren't good enough for me and they knew that. And so they would do things to sabotage the relationship because they knew they couldn't live up to my standards. They know they couldn't deliver what I needed. And so then it all manifests itself because it doesn't support your highest good. It's like we get these situations, we get these experiences that are always leading us on the right path and fuck yeah, they're painful. And like, hell yes, it's annoying. And like, we don't deserve to go through that. But it's basically the people and experiences that aren't good enough for us seeing themselves to the fucking door. And how long we deal with that is up to us for how long we put ourselves through it, you know? But I really want you to start to adapt this mindset if it's something you struggle with and have had experiences around of like, okay, it's not that I wasn't good enough. 
they weren't good enough. Or same thing as like if you were to go to a school and something didn't work out. Well, that school just wasn't good enough for the path you needed to be on, right? Like this job just wasn't good enough for all of the things that you needed if you got let go. There's so many ways we can flip that around. I think about that with a shitty ex-boyfriend. I think about that with family situations they just weren't good enough for you because you deserve, again, this above and beyond. You deserve the best of the best. Back to our procrastination, I want you to really focus over the next week of breaking the cycle of procrastinating in certain areas of your life. And I'm going to give you three different ways that I have really helped myself get out. Actually, I'm going to give you four ways I've helped myself get out of the practice of procrastination, okay? The first one is like the most self-explanatory one. The moment you think about something, get up and do it, right? Don't give yourself that time to think. The time you think, you will talk yourself out of it. You'll give yourselves a million reasons why not to. Perfect example. When you're thinking about going to the gym, okay, I want to work out. Okay, but when do I when do I need to wash my hair? Okay, well my hair is going to be greasy okay, but I have to go to this later and I won't have time to shower and then my hair is going to look bad and I'm going to smell or my makeup's already done. So like maybe I shouldn't. The second you start thinking about it, you will find all the reasons not to do it versus I want to work out, get up and work out. The most self-explanatory one, just don't give yourself time to think. And this is the simplest method and also one of the most difficult because it really requires you to have that discipline with yourself where you just go do the fucking thing. But that's where you have to ask yourself, like, how badly do you want it, right? Because there's so many negatives to procrastinating and then you don't feel good about yourself because you let your excuses win and you didn't get the thing done you wanted to do, okay? So that's the first way, the most self-explanatory way. The second way of really helped battle procrastination is the method of counting down from five. You literally go, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work out. I'm going to get up in five, four, three, two, one, get up and go change and get into it. That method, I can't remember who created it, but seriously is a game changer. I know I feel that way when I'm like cleaning. I'm like, okay, I really need to clean. Or especially with moving, it's like, okay, I need to put away these clothes. I need to unpack that box. Okay, I'm going to get up in five, four, three, two, one, go unpack it. Go do it right now. Seriously, like I did that the other day. I had a pile of clothes in my office that I still needed to put away. They had just been like unpacked and thrown on the floor and I'd been avoiding them and again, procrastinating them. I was like, Ugh. but it was killing my vibe. It was killing my energy. Every time I walk in the office, there's this massive pile of shit on the floor. And I'm like, I don't want to, it's not the vibe. Okay. So it needed to get done. So I gave myself a five, four, three, two, one. And then I started going through all of it. Okay. So that's my second method. The third method is give yourself an incentive for once you complete the task. Perfect example going to the gym and then you go get a coffee, or then you go home and you make protein ice cream. That motivates me because I love my fucking protein ice cream. I have the best protein ever. Thanks for a swarm. And I use all the time is, okay, I'm going to finish up this work task. And then my reward, my incentive is I get to go cook dinner. Because one, I love food. (laughs) And two, I am like so in my Chef MJ era right now. Like I'm just obsessed with cooking. I am repulsed by the idea of eating outside of home because my cooking is just so good. So like for me, that's an incentive, like go cook dinner. It could be something like, okay, 
I'm going to study for an hour. And then my reward is like, I'm going to go on a hot girl walk with one of my friends. I'm going to go for a swim. I'm going to go do X, Y, and Z thing. Having that incentive is going to get you excited about completing the task. Okay, I'm going to do my laundry and then I'm going to go get ice cream with a friend. And then, I'm, you know, whatever it might be. Then I'm going to go on this date and go to this dinner and grab these drinks or do whatever you want your reward to be, okay? It, for me, oh my God, this is so embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you guys. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do right now is search Facebook Marketplace. Like, I don't know what it is. I am obsessed with Facebook fucking Marketplace. I like get so excited at night when I'm like, okay, once we finish dinner and we finish watching this show, I get to scroll Facebook market. And that is like the biggest reward. Like after this, I'll probably decompress by scrolling on Facebook market. I don't know. I just love seeing what people have to sell and like you can find such good things there. So like for me, that's a huge incentive, (laughs) which sounds so dumb, but literally like whatever works works, you know? So that's my third way of battling procrastination. Just get on Facebook market. Just kidding. But the incentive for once you complete the task. And then my fourth way of battling procrastination, I've said it a hundred million times, take a cold fucking shower every single morning, three minutes. Okay. Three minutes, take a cold shower. This will help you eliminate your avoidance pattern like nothing else. Because once you're taking a cold shower, you're doing a cold plunge, you cannot avoid the freezing cold water. You can't avoid the shock to your system. You can't avoid any of those things going on. You just have to deal with it. And that helped me break my avoidance patterns so much. That will help you break your procrastination because you're just thrown right into the eye of the storm. And you're going to realize the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So once that's a habit, that's how you're going to start to tackle your tasks at home and in your life. All of this is just so important to me because I know how common it is to struggle with procrastination. And I've had a lot of people like message me or even in the applications of Emma Method talk about I struggle with procrastinating. I'm not consistent. I'm not doing the things that I need to do. And when we do that, we have more of this. I'm not good enough mindset. These future fears are winning. We're not like feeling above and beyond for ourselves. And it takes up all of your energy in these stories we don't want to have. And we work so hard to reprogram our mindset and be in the right energy and embody all of the things and break through these limiting beliefs. But if we're not changing how we do things in our life, then like you build different stories that you then have to break down and the cycle continues on your floating boat, not a fun jet ski, right? So I really want you guys to focus over the next week on some of these things we talked about in the episode. For one, are you doing self-care or are you simply taking care of yourself? Because you deserve an above and beyond lifestyle. Which one are you doing? How can you add in more self-care? What are some of these future fears and how are they revealing insecurities you have right now? And how can you start to deal with these? These will give you such clear action steps of little things you can do to be in a more solid vibration for your manifestations. Because we talk about this often, manifestations want a solid ass bitch, right? How can you start breaking this mindset of like, I'm not good enough? 
flip around those stories, these experiences, these people, these places, they were not good enough for me. They knew that they weren't going to be able to meet my standards. They knew they weren't going to be able to show up for me in the way they needed to. So they exited. So they sabotaged. So they, yes, they created shitty situations that you have to process, but that's just life, unfortunately. And again, it fucking sucks. I get it. That's happened to me a million times, but they just weren't good enough for you. And we shouldn't let that win as a reason of I'm not good enough at this task, so I'm going to procrastinate. Or the reverse, I'm procrastinating, I'm not good enough at taking action. Don't let these people and these stories win. Remember the four ways of battling procrastination. Simplest one, when you think about it, get up and do it. Don't give yourself time to think. Countdown from five, go do the task. Give yourself an incentive when you complete it. Take your cold showers every single morning. You can choose one of these methods. You can try out all of these methods and see which one works best for you. Everybody's going to be motivated differently. So I definitely suggest you use all of them and see what works best for you or multiple. I mean, after a while, you think about it, get up and do it is going to be your process. But maybe at first, it has to be the countdown. Maybe it has to be the incentive. You're not doing anything wrong by playing around and switching up how you go about doing things in the best way for you. I really want you to battle this procrastination. It kills your energy so much. And I know that you value your mindset and your energy and the world wants to experience your energy in the purest form. So we don't want that to be less potent because we want to avoid things. No avoiding. Avoidance is not cute. That's our slogan of 2023. Avoidance is not cute. Okay. I have been talking for entirely too long. I hope you guys love this like rambly multiple topics type of episode. If you are interested in being in my signature group program, get coaching from me, learn how to make manifestations super easy. Do not forget to submit your application for the MM method. I am so grateful that you guys choose to sit down and listen and hang out with me every single week. I really pride myself on bringing value, bringing actionable tips to you guys. If you could share with a friend or share over on Instagram, I would be super, super grateful for you as always. And I hope you really take this episode to heart and apply some of these tips because you are going to feel so much better about yourself once you apply these things to your life. I hope you have the best weekend ever. I hope that you start battling this procrastination to feel better about yourself. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to leave a five-star rate and review. I love hearing your takeaways and wins from the podcast in the review section. So don't forget. Love you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye.